We'll get started now. Um, I'm a little behind on my news articles. I've been trying to um, do enough searching to try to keep up with the articles that kind of go along with this with this book. Um, you know, we 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 we've seen it from the Baptist, from the Methodist, and from several other denominations about you know they're now approving you know same-sex marriage and and things but th this one was a surprise to me this is the only one I have for this week um, come on up the Mormon church comes out in support of a federal law protecting same-sex marriage so there's over like almost 30 denominations now that have uh, came out uh, you know, with 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 the, I mean, you call it the Rainbow Coalition or, or whatever you wanna, wanna call it there, um, and that's what we were studying. You know that it says that if time's not shortened, you know that even the 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 elect would be deceived, and I I think we we we've <coughs> to the point now we've popularized church and made church easy, trying to to get numbers that we've diluted down what 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 church is really about and. And I think this is the, you know, following this popular opinion. Our quote for the week is, The problem is not the problem. It's your attitude toward the problem that's the problem. So the problem is not the problem. It's your attitude toward the problem that's the problem. You know, uh, I, me and Pastor Kurt was texting last, uh, yesterday and last week and we got a little conversation. I told the Lord, Lord had really been on my case the last month about about my thinking. Uh, you know, the, the the Bible says, you know, that we have to have a we have to have a prosperous soul, and without a prosperous soul, mind, will, and emotions, then it's hard it's hard to develop faith. You know. So we have, we have to those first thoughts when we have issues mean 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 a lot, and we have to retrain. The Bible says that you know don't be conformed to this world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, changing that thought. You know your initial thoughts about things of how you're going to lose, how it's harmful to you, how it ain't going to work out, and 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 make your thinking prosperous. Okay, we're on page fifteen. No, we it's it's a daily fight for me. I don't know about everybody else. Depends on the, 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 the problem, the issue, what comes up. It's a daily thing to me to back up and say, Hey, wait a minute now. Why can't this work out for me? Why can't something good come out of this? How come I can't come out on the winning end of this instead of those other thoughts that, you know, I can't pay it, I can't do it, I can't figure it out. You know, the, and we talked about the sin principle many times, but, but I have to get my mind working, well, why can't it be good? Why, why does it have to be bad? Because that sinful nature makes us have that negative lost thought right off the bat. But we have to, uh, we have to combat that by constantly renewing our mind that we are winners, we're not losers. We, we're the head. God's best says what? We're above only 
never beneath. But we see ourselves always below and never above. That's how we see ourselves. So we, we got it reversed. But God says that His perfect will for us to always win in every challenge that, that life gives us. See? And that's a big step. I didn't say we were all there. I said that's what God's best, His ultimate goal for us is. See? But it, to me, it's, it's, it's a daily fight. Y'all excuse me. I left mine at home. I stole Johnny Frank's. I feel like they're falling off every time I look now. And uh, any, anybody else on that? I said page fifteen. We're on page eighteen. And we had, we had uh, come up and uh, we've talked about you know we're at this place according to, to to what we read the other week. You know that we're at the there's no more time. We're we're out of time, and all this stuff has has to come to 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 uh, has to come to pass. And so we've understood the guys. Now we're gonna start. Seeing what happened now after Jesus came and died, and and then after these next couple of chapters, he's going to get into what's going on in in in, in the United States and and those kind of things. So, page eighteen. So even though we know what's going on, we anybody need a book? Happen, does that mean that we just sit back and say? No, I I don't I, I don't think 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 that at all. Uh, anybody? Anybody? Else need a book? I can get it. You. Oh, you! Oh, you! I can I see you back going in your lap. Don't cover you. Look at my stars. Is Jordan glasses working for you? She looked me No, they're not working too good for me because they everything's still a little blurry with his glasses. But I'm going to make it make do in there. Go ahead, Bobby. I'm sorry. I was just saying we know it's got to happen, but I mean, are we supposed to just sit back and let it happen? You know, or do we? Are we combating what we know is already supposed to happen in order for things to go the way they're supposed to? My opinion, what 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 I, I I'm trying to do is to realize it's got to happen, but it don't have to happen to me and my family. That's the difference in the blood and not the blood. And we, that's what I encourage y'all every day: read that Psalms ninety-one and put me and I in it. You know, and 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 make that personal. Of, of that canopy of protection that he's promised us, see, that, that you know, we, because if you look at it, and we talked about this in, in depth, you know, if, you know, that canopy of that, that God put, puts over us, you know, you can see it, you know, with, with, with Israel, you know, when they were in Egypt, you know, it was dark in Egypt, and as soon as you crossed the line to Goshen, it was daylight. You know, they had flies in Egypt, and as soon as you crossed the line, there was no flies. That, you see, that, that, that's a canopy. He's talking about that all the things that, that, that Egypt had to go through, that canopy protected Israel from having to go through it. And that's what Psalms 90 was talking about. we got to go through all this, but we can establish ourselves under that canopy, under His wings, under His protection, and we don't have to go through it just because everybody else is. And it's going to be a personal choice, I think for how much effort we want to put into understanding our part, how to get our protection, how to protect our family from what's going on. Because you fathers or spiritual leaders, no matter how old your children are, see, and so you, you still have the responsibility of keeping that canopy over them until they come to the realization on their own of, of, of where and what they're supposed to do, you know. Because think about it, you know, the stuff we learn in this class at this church is not widespread knowledge in the, in the Christian community. You know, it, it's, it's sad, but it's not. 
You know, mm-hmm. we just think we got to go and, and accept and live through whatever the world lives through. Well, we don't know God's timeline either. I mean, all my life I've heard, you know, we're we're coming to the end any mm-hmm. day now. Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. 51 years old, so I yeah. know it's been going on that long. But if you don't fight for your family, and when I say fight, I mean right. pray mm-hmm. and scriptures and the spiritual fight. Huh? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's in my view. Well, where does uh, the passage about, you know, people gather in my name and pray, I will uh-huh. go to their nation, is that our nation being our family as our nation, or, or does that mean like, you know, like the whole nation, which I know it can start, you know, at one place and spread, I know that. Yeah. You, but, you're getting you several know. weeks ahead of me, and I'm not ready to present this, but I'll give you a little idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. You know, you've you heard me say, you know, that this nation has a covenant with God, and God won't forget that covenant. All right. Um, as soon as soon as George Washington was inaugurated as the first president, which you know, all this was in New York City, right? The first thing he done, he took the whole Congress over to a church, okay? And they dedicated this nation to, to God and said, you know, you're our God, we're your people. See, they made a covenant with God for this nation, see? And if you look at this nation, if you look from its foundation till now, those things is only God intervention that has, you know, how could Washington's little old army have defeated you know, the, the best military power in, in the world at the time. Well, it couldn't without the divine intervention, mm-hmm. see. And, and, and this country, and if you look, you know, the Judeo-Christian values are all through our society. Our laws, our everything, you can trace them back and find them in the Bible. It, it's all based off of that. And because of that covenant, see, really the United States right now is in that rebirth. These are birth pains for us. Our, our best days are in front of us, not behind us. See, we're in this birth pain of of Satan getting getting exposed and all this. We're talking about getting exposed. Uh, you know, because once it's you know the, the the prophecy several years ago was that God was going to snatch the curtain down and let people see them for who they really were. Well, if you look at the last couple of years, they've come out from behind the curtain. You know, and and, and you know openly. Where, where where they stand on, on issues of gay marriage, abortion, all all of these things. It's no longer hidden like it was before, you know. Mm-hmm. They would they were working behind the scenes doing it, but they would never come out publicly and say it. See? But now they're bold to say all of it, you know. Well I think it's like like you were talking about earlier, it's something that we've got to go through to get to like you're talking about the better days mm-hmm. that are in front of us, we've got to go through all this to get to them better days. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, now it's just the fact of how strong, in my opinion, how strong are we as Christians are willing to stand and fight to, to, to get to them days or, or, mm-hmm. or are we ready to just, because it's, it's some rough days right now, so are we ready to just throw our hands up and say, I, you know, I can't continue, I'm, I'm tired or I'm give up or I'm just not going to continue going through it. You know, I think it's where we got to stand together as Christians and, and, and be willing to fight. I think we've got a lot of people on the verge of throwing their hands up. I mean, it's, it's a lot of, 
it's frustrating when day after day after day it's just not working for you. You know, things are getting worse, things not getting better. You're trying to come to church, you're trying to do right, and you you know, but and you don't see the results. You know, but but most of the time you really the, the more pressure Satan puts on you should be a, a sign that the closer you are to 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 the, the breakthrough and getting it behind you because he wants to turn the heat up. If he can ever get you to say it don't work and throw your hands up, then, then he's got you, see? And he yeah. has to get you to say that. That's right. He can, he can plant the seed, in, uh, the seed in your mind, but he has to get you to say it. That's what this confession, this, all the things that we confess, all the, when we speak, you know, failure or success, if he takes that, I mean, he cannot allow, the Holy Spirit will not help him. So he has, we have to speak the thing we want in, into place. And just like Washington goes back, God's been doing this a long time, obviously, because how many times in your life, I've said every week, every day in my life, things that, that I can look at and say, I know, even from the um, work stuff, computers, numbers, and all that, to little things in our family, that the day, today and yesterday was a very bad day, and it's going down south real quick, and it ain't looking good. Tomorrow, when I wake up, everything's changed, and I just kept my mouth shut, and the Lord helped me through this, and I didn't speak, or what am I going to do when I fail? How, how am I going to tell these people I got to them? I didn't go down that path, which a lot of people do, but I stayed on the, on the, on the plan. stayed on the plan, and, and, and everybody has those weak moments, and that's when that the devil manifests, but, you know, how we speak these things into it, you know, we, we, are, we speak the good or the bad, that's some this is something that really helped me and I, I when I got issues I stopped. Who told me that? Where did I get that information from? Did the world, the circumstance tell me that, or did the Bible tell me that? Where where did I get that information from? Who told me I was gonna lose? Who told me I wasn't gonna be a success? Who told me it wasn't gonna work out? Where did I get that information from? See, then I have a choice on what am I going to believe. Am I going to believe the circumstance or am I going to believe what the Bible said? And I had to update my phone. Come on. Because I, I, I had... Would you like it louder or softer? <laughs> <laughs> louder. Okay. Media will take <laughs> Thank you, Siri. I don't even know how that got on there. I got a new cord, but it doesn't seem to be working. This is what I... I I'm working on. Well, I think I'm working. I don't. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I hear. I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm only moved by what I believe. By faith, not by sight. Everything I do has got to be by faith, not what I see. By faith, not what I see. You I'm know, not moved by what I see. You know, most time that first question, who told you that? Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Just what he was talking about earlier at the beginning of the class. That, that we can't, we can't overcome that. Mm-hmm. That sin principle produces that negative yeah. thought, that negative outcome every time. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it, for me, I, I be, to be wrong about something just burns me up. Like, I'm assuming I'm the only one like that. But you know, for Lee, she don't only talk to it, she only looked at it in the morning. That burns me. I want to talk in the morning. That's, I want to go at it. I mean, and then we, that's where we go down a path of it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's hell. One or two. It ain't Everybody got one of them in the fire. I got a bunch in my family. 
they don't want to be talked to in the morning time. So it, it, it's hard for me, and I, and I, limit, I limited at one time myself to three sentences. And if she didn't speak, I didn't speak no more. Then I got got to limit it now to one. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I, it, it started, you don't know when to stop. Well, like if it's to be a nerve right now. <laughs> but but anyway, that, that, this is you know, and, and like I said, the Lord been really on me. Uh, you know that, that that I can be in life what what I want to be and get where I want to get in life if I'm willing to do the work. It, it, the, the 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 top is 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 up to me, and everybody is satisfied at a different level. I, it, that, I mean, success is different to everybody. You know, you know, some people want this, some people just want a little old boats. You know, it don't matter. You know, don't compare yourself to somebody else. You know. Whatever you know, you would like to, to to be in life, to have in life, you know, that's the only thing that's important. It's not what somebody else thinks you should have or be or do, see, in there. But you have to look at that if you're going to win yourself. You know, where am I getting this information? Because I'm going to believe something about everything that happens to me every day, and things just constantly happen to everybody every day. Those circumstances are just like it just rolls all day, see. And, and, and because you get in a bunch of negative ones at one time, it makes you feel like a failure. It makes you feel like you can't be a success. Go ahead. And whatever you dwell on and, and uh, think mm-hmm. about, that's what's going to dominate your life. And that's what's going to come out of your mouth. Okay. See, when the pressure's on, uh, and we studied this in, in depth, you know, because you're a spirit being, you're designed, when the pressure's on, your mind will go in neutral, and what's in your spirit will speak. See, if you think about that, because you say, oh, I said that before I thought about it. Well, that's the way you were designed. What was in here, your mind went in neutral and your spirit spoke. But if it's a bunch of junk in there, then that's what's going to come out. See, when you hit your finger or stump your toe or slam your hand in the door, what's going to come out? See, it's what has been in your thinking gets in your soul. And because our souls are not prosperous, that kind of stuff comes out. Because every one of us in this room, it one day is going to get that emergency phone call. If something has run off the rails, somebody, whatever, see? See? So what you've been putting in your heart for the last few weeks and months, is it going to generate fear or is it going to generate faith? One can save that person's life. The other one can sink them, see? And it's that important because you don't ever know when you're going to get that, get that call. You know, and, and, and this is another thing maybe one day I'm going to talk about. Randy's been pushing me, but I ain't ready, uh, I, I, you know, to, to talk about death. You know, I've been there four times and crossed over one time, see. But, you know, and, and, and it, it's, I don't want to get into that this morning. We're not into that. But, but, but I mean, you, what you believe when, when, when you're in those points that you can't help yourself is what's going to take you out the other side of it or, or, or bring you down inside of it. See, and it's all based on, because as a Christian, it's an all-day, everyday affair for you. You can't just take off and, and then when things happen, go try to build your faith real quick. It don't work that way. It's an all-day, everyday process. And it don't take hours in the Word. It just takes staying with your thinking, staying with your thought process. Work on what, you know, how you see yourself, how you see problems, how you see circumstances. Just constantly, constantly working on, on, on that begins to, because to, the Bible, that word transformed, we talk about, let's go to Romans since we're so deep into this. That's the importance of being filled with the Spirit though. Because that's right. When that, 
when that comes, sometimes you can't think. You just have to pray in the Spirit. That's right. Mm -hmm. Romans 12, verse 2. It says, be not conformed to this world, or don't let the circumstances of this world dictate who you are and what you are. But be ye transformed. That word transformed there is the same word as metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. What happens when that caterpillar comes out of that cocoon? So he, he's in that cocoon, he's going through what? A metamorphosis. He's changing into something totally different, see? And that's what it's saying. We can either choose to be conformed by the circumstances the world gives us, or we can be transformed or come through a metamorphosis, be renewed into something else by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Again, that mind is talking about our soul. Our souls are not prosperous. We don't see ourselves, you know, like we should in, in problems. So that, that'll sink us instead of cause us to rise above. But the transforming of our mind and our thinking is a constant process all the time. Because if we go into neutral and we don't work on it because of the sin principle in our life, we'll go backwards real fast. You just, you just lay off a little while. You know, you start hanging with the wrong folks. You start listening to the wrong folks. And before you know it, you'll start having those same loser mentality, loser thoughts that, that you had before. See, it, it, I don't know why it works. It goes back so fast, but it'll go back way quicker. It takes a long time to get back to where you were in your original state. Amen. So you have to, it's just a constant, constant process. Amen. All right. Anybody else? Let's try to get to page 18 again, won't we? That's good stuff, though. Oh, and let's see, I have to go back and look at, I think it's three weeks ago. He was talking about the time. We, we, we had an in-depth study about, you know, what the Bible says. We, we're now in that place where there are no more time. In there. And I, I have to remember what week that, that was. Uh, but we went in detail uh, of, of, about that and about... Fight or do we just accept that this? We have to. I mean, it's got to happen. It's in the Bible. It's going to happen. But just to roll over and say, mm -hmm. I, I just think we have to have that spiritual. Life. We do. Mm -hmm. But Jesus is coming for all of us, either all of us at one time or all of us individually. So we we go and we just got you know, yeah, some way. See you on the other side. I want to watch y'all still. <laughs> 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 All right, we're going. We're going to do some skipping around this morning, so we don't try to read everything. But there's a couple of places that we're going to have to 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 read because uh, we're going to get started here. Uh, the twilight of the god. This is talking about when the when 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 the Greek mythology gods got started being ran out of, of the world by by the Christian belief of, of what Jesus did. So two thousand years ago in the midst of the Greco Roman world, in the heartland of Galilee, in the hilltop village of Nazareth, there appeared a Jewish man named Yahshua or Jesus. Yeshua. Yeshua. I don't know why they the people that are Jewish that's how they write. You know, if you look at the, if you ever look at the Jewish uh, New Testament, you know, 
I have to look up all the words because they, they use the Hebrew words for Moses and Elijah, and I'm like, who in the world are they talking about? <coughs> and I said, they, they write everything in English. He said they get somebody's name, then they put it in Hebrew. I'm like, why can't you just finish it? Who would become known to much of the world as Jesus? He came as a long prophesied Redeemer, the Messiah of Israel, the light of the world. He would in time become the central figure of human history. The earliest accounts of his ministry record him performing miracles in the sight of Judean multitudes. The lame walked, the blind received their sight, lepers were healed. Another miracle of healing <clears throat> that he was recorded to have performed was described by the Greek word Ikbalo. Ikbalo means to expel, eject, to cast out, to send away. The Bible records several encounters between Jesus and the possessed or demonized by unclean spirits. In each case, he cast out the demonic spirit. In each case, the person was set free, healed, restored to his or her right mind. Before the end of his ministry on earth, he imparted the same power of Ibaco. Ekbalo, I'm trying to say it right, I looked it up. The casting out of spirits to his disciples. Okay, Jump down the middle of that next uh, paragraph. <clears throat> he said, Then it went into the nations of the Gentiles. The gospel and the world, word of God had crossed into the pagan world. That crossing would change the course of history. The message of God now entered the lands of many gods and idols. The ways of God now touched the ways of the pagan world. The word of God now touched the realm of mythology. The spirit of God now moved through the world of the spirits. And the disciples of God now moved through the dominion of the Shedom and the Demonia. Right, I want you to look at uh, Colossians here. I got it here because I want to show you the NIV version of this verse. Um, <clears throat> Colossians uh, chapter 2, and verse 11. This is the NIV. It says, In Him, or Jesus, you were also circumcised with a circumcision not performed by human hands. Your whole self, ruled by the flesh, was put off when you were circumcised by Christ. Having been buried with Him in baptism, in which you were also raised with Him through your faith, in the working of God who raised him from the dead. So it's saying here that heaven records it that we were died and buried with Jesus and raised with him. Okay, I want to see these next few verses. And you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh. God made you alive with Christ for he forgave us all our sins. Having canceled the charge. Oh, come on, phone. Verse 14, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us, condemned us, he has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. That's what I want you to see. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. So it said here, all that power that Satan had in the Old Testament and before Jesus died and raised from the dead is gone. He disarmed the powers and the authorities. 
and made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. In the spirit world, if you when you when you read some of Dates notes and and, and some of these other notes, um, they say in the spirit world he chained them all together and pulled them through hell by paradise, and and that everybody made a spectacle of it, an open shame. Well, that's kind of the same thing they did to Jesus when they made him take his own cross to, to Calvary. You know, they made a spectacle of it. See. And so he did that in the spirit world, showing that he disarmed them of their power. So we talked about this the other week, you know. Only power Satan has now is the power of influence. See? He'll influence you and see because because we are after Jesus and we're born again, we're free moral agents. You know, we talked about, about this in length. You know, we're free moral agents. So either we're invoking Satan to work with us or we're invoking God based on our words, our actions, what we say, what we do. Because God's not going to do anything against your will to you, see. You have to want Him to, see. So either you're invoking one or the other and he, He'll present a circumstance and see how you react and then He'll present another circumstance and that's how we end up opening the door to Satan because all this stuff about Him predicting the future and, and can put stuff on you, He can only do it by trickery and getting you to agree for Him to do it. See? But I think a lot of times we get confused in what Satan has done to us and what the self-inflicted stuff we do to our own self. See, and a lot of times he gets the blame and we self-inflict a lot of stuff on our own <clears> self. Um, and, uh, anyway, I want you to, 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 to see that, you know, and we talked about, you know, Jacob's ladder, what that rushing mighty wind was when, the, when you know, the day of Pentecost. It was all those angels that had to leave when Adam fell. That rushing mighty wind was all those angels coming back into earth in existence. And now the right side has the authority over what's going on in the heavenlies and no more the no more Satan side. Well, the clash of gods. Page, yeah, page 19. It says, If behind the gods were principalities, then when the two worlds met, we would expect an intense conflict. That is exactly what took place. It was a clash of spirits. The book of Acts records several of these first clashes. The city of Philippi, a woman possessed, you can find this in Acts 16, 16 if you want to read it yourself. Um, in the city of Philippi, a woman possessed with the spirit of divination, did I say that right? Divination stalked the apostle Paul and his co-worker Silas for days. Luke, the writer of the account, uses the Greek word puthan or python to describe the possessing spirit. It is the same word used to identify the oracle of Delphia and the spirit that possessed her and the God behind the spirit that possessed her. Now, we're going to, I want to show you something here in just a second. But we know here, you know, what got Paul eventually killed was the, the, these Greek people, part of the Roman Empire, that when he went in and started like this girl here, see, he cast the spirit out of her. Well, the people that she was a slave, and the people that owned her were making money by her being a fortune teller. So he broke up their business. So they took him to the authorities, you know. And then the people that were making the 
the goddess Diana and all the people that were making the silver and gold images to her. See, all their businesses fell. And so that's what drew Paul out and got Paul arrested was when he started clashing with these, these, these gods or these demonic spirits, see. And then he started breaking up, you know, people's businesses and things like that. That's what got him drug up there. But I want to show you a few pictures here um, so you can know what we're talking about. The, the Oracle of Delphia was a possessed lady, all right? And, and the word in Greek means python. She, she would sliver around like a snake. We, we, we've heard all those things when we cast out, you know, when I was young, when you cast out, they used to try to cast demons out of people and all of that. But all the rulers would go to, to, the, to the oracle or this temple and, and, and ask advice. And we know even Saul, Saul put on a, 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 a covering and disguised himself, you know, and went to, they called a seer in the Old Testament. And, and, you know, he even, that's what got him thrown down. He went to this seer and made the seer call up Samuel's spirit. So, because Samuel had died and there was no prophet in Israel and he didn't know what to do. So he went to this seer, you can read that in First or Second Samuel, and they called, called up, and, and actually called up Samuel back from the, the dead, his spirit. And that's when he told Saul, because you've done this, God's going to strip the kingdom from you and give it to David. And that's what started the issue between, between Saul and David. All right, come on. All right. All right this is on the hill above where Paul was at. This is the, the temple of, of Delphia where the oracle, the, the lady, lived. Um, See, it was a big, huge place to, they, they, they worshipped and burned sacrifices and animals, humans. But you see how, how that, that's an overhead view. This is a, like an amphitheater. Look at how many people would, 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 would come and see it to, to, to see these, um, these sacrifices and, and all that kind of stuff. That one, that you got somebody and all that. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when you fill up somebody like you know, all these people here got to have a god to set on their mantles or whatever they they had. You know, there's a lot of business goes goes with 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 that right there. But then what 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 I what he's going to relate to us is what is the difference? How, how much business is being made today with gay marriage, abortion? See that the same the same thing is coming right right back around. See. And, and so when we go saying, no, this is wrong, we start upsetting their businesses, but what happened? They start trying to cancel us nowadays for upsetting their, their apple cart. But it's the same thing, just a different time period. Is, is what this whole book is trying to tell us, is that we're in the, you know, we all, the same things are going on today as did back then, just different time periods and a different way of approaching it. But also the, the, the myth goes on that I've heard of Apollo. Apollo come and kill the kill the, the python that guarded the lady. There's supposed to be a giant python that guarded the Oracle of Delphia. And apparently Apollo killed it and took over the temple. And then that's the reason as you read on in the Bible, it'll talk about Apollo instead of the Oracle of Delphia because apparently he killed the great python. All right, fury of the gods. The rage of the pagan world against the gospel would grow so fierce that in time believers would be imprisoned, crucified, burned, sent into arenas to be killed as entertainment, 
before cheering spectators. The fury of the gods and the ferocity of the spirits were now deadly. In the early years of the 4th century, the Roman emperor Diocletian launched what would be known as the Great Persecution. The number of Christians arrested became so great that common criminals had to be released from Roman prisons in order to make room. Beyond imprisonment, Diocletian's persecution would lead to torture, execution of countless believers in Jesus. I'm going to read this next sentence and I'll give you some points here. The great persecution with its deadly fury was was rooted in the gods. It was launched on the day called Terminalia, the festival of the Roman god Terminus, lord of the boundaries and endings. The persecution was intended to bring about the end of faith in Jesus and the termination of his followers. Now, if you go back and, and, and read history, this guy himself, Diocletian, was a slave. He won his freedom uh, in that, and, and so he ended up getting into the military. You know, back then, in these days, the, 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 the generals is what usually got moved to be the emperors were the generals. Well, he wanted to win the people, so when he become emperor, he stopped the whole country and had a hundred days of games. And he's he gonna have games in the Colosseum for a hundred days. And part of those games was they brought all of the prominent Christian we would call them preachers, evangelists, but all the prominent Christian leaders, he arrested them all and brought them and would put them in the Colosseum. <clears throat> and would like make them try to fight a lion or a cheetah, but they didn't have any any arms, just just them personally, and and so he just slaughtered them in in the open coliseum in front of the crowds because Christianity was messing up the Roman Empire, messing up the Roman gods, and all these things. So that's how they they tried to make a law, you know, that any Christian would would be killed and so this is the spectacle they put before all the people but trying to detour Christianity by showing them this violence and this killing and, and this getting eaten by lions and all this trying trying to detour it you know but even through all of that we know you know that it, it just kept kept going kept going he also <clears throat> rescinded if, if if you were a Christian he rescinded all your rights you had zero rights as a Roman citizen if you were a Christian in there. So just a little update. The Oracle's War. We don't ever get through, do we? It says there's a story behind the story. The great persecution had its origin in the city of Demena did Ema in the hilltop temple of Apollo by the agency. It was there that the emperor Diocletian sent a delegation to have an audience with the temple's oracle. See, now he's, he's, at this time it's Apollo, it's, it's not Delphi or the, the oracle. It was believed that the gods were angry at the new faith. It was believed that the gospel was interfering with the ability of the gods to transmit prophecies to their priests and priestess. The delegation came with a question for the oracle. The emperor wanted to know whether... He should launch a persecution against them. The oracle's response gave Diocletian the answer he needed. He was to make war against the believers and the new faith. 
So the greatest persecution of Christians in the Roman Empire was launched by a woman possessed by a spirit, one of the Shedim or the demonic forces in the spirit of the pagan God. And I got thinking about this. That oracle could, could, could not give any other thing but say destroy it. I mean, because it's a satanic force trying to attack a godly force, you know, what else was the answer going to be? He really didn't have to go to the oracle to get the answer, uh, you know. But, but that's what started the, the, the great persecution in there. <clears throat> but if you notice the parallel, notice what's happening to Christians today. You know, little, little by little, you know, they're saying that what we believe is upsetting what's right in their eyes, you know, because we Christians, you know, you know, we, we got to be canceled because we don't, we don't agree with gay marriage. We don't agree with them alphabet folks. I mean, they added, they added two or three more to it, and it ain't just LGBTQ, it's something, something else now, too. And, uh, you know, so we'll see this crank on up, you know, uh, as, 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 as this time runs, runs out. Okay, the middle of that great, great exorcism. The polytheism are people that believe in more than one God, and the pantheism of the Greco-Roman world gave way to belief in God. And the mythology consciousness of ancient paganism yielded to the word of God and to a salvation that had manifested in time and space. Myth yielded to history. The spell of the gods was broken. The skies were no longer filled with their thrones and the earth was no longer their hunting ground. Their names no longer inspired fear and awe. Their festivals attracted fewer and fewer worshipers. Their shrines were abandoned. Their temples fell into ruin and, and it was the twilight of the gods. So it's in Christianity began to, 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 to run these spirits out of, of these places and these communities. But if behind the gods were the spirits... Then when the spell of the God was broken, we would expect the signs of possession to dissipate. And so they did. The frenzied spirit possession of the pagan priests, priestess, oracles, worshippers became an increasingly rare phenomenon. The carnal and litanious acts of pagan worship and rituals were banned from the public sphere. And human sacrifice become a district memory until when? Human sacrifice become a distant memory until when? Roe v. Wade. Then it come back. You see the gods beginning to enter. These demonstrations beginning to come back. It all it all starts with these with these courtrooms. Now, before we get into breaking the spell, the and and you can see this see this for yourself. The way. I want to say liberals, but it ain't it ain't it ain't all all liberals. But but the way they had to get this thing done in the United States, they couldn't get it passed legally and make laws through Congress. They couldn't do that. They because they, the people just wouldn't go for it. But they begin to appoint judges and district attorneys that thought like they did. See. And then the, they made rulings on their opinions, not on laws. And that's how they changed the whole system because lawyers fight cases by precedence. 
about how other past cases were ruled on. So they come into the courts and got the courts to start making these rulings and then, then we accepted those. But those are not laws. They're rulings. See, Congress can still fix it because they're the ones that make the laws. But that's how they begin to get all of this into society. But if you notice, every time that group has something they don't like, they'll go to one of those liberal left-wing courts and present their case and get it ruled on like they want. They set up the courts where they get what, what and then they can make it a precedent or law without, and go around the American people. Huh? And it's circuit nine. Circuit nine. Uh huh. But I tell you something else about nine next week. All right. Thank y'all. Y'all have a good week. <laughs>